Hey there, it's Bailey Hancock, career happiness strategist, creator of The One Year Career, and your host of The Bailey Hancock Show, a podcast that helps people figure out how to make big career moves with small steps. Navigating your career doesn't have to suck. I'm here to help you learn to love the process. Hey guys, Bailey Hancock here. I am coming at you today with a solo episode. So it'll just be me and you because I have a couple things that I'm really excited to talk about and to tell you. So if you're listening to this the week that this episode airs, March 19th, I am very excited to tell you that starting today and ending this coming Sunday, March 25th, I, along with a few of my favorite people, past podcast guests or future podcast guests and partners, are launching a giveaway called Get Your Career Shit Together. And this is something I came up with last week on the plane ride to New York after I was on my way there to speak at the Forward Conference. And I was thinking about how lucky I am that I know all of these fascinating people. That's why I kind of started the podcast because I wanted you to hear from them just like I get to. And I also know all of these incredible people who have so much knowledge to share with the world. And I was thinking, what are some of the barriers that people put up for themselves when thinking about whether they want to make a big move in their career or not. And a lot of the answers I hear from that are, I don't feel prepared. I don't have all the tools. I don't have all the resources. So I was on the plane where I do my best thinking. And I was like, you know what? I should get all my friends together and see if they want to chip in their product or their service and provide this really cool package that somebody could win to help them get their career shit together. So that's what I did. So starting today, you can go to baileyhancock.com backslash giveaway. That link will be in the show notes as well. And you can enter to win a whole host of things. So some of the items are a free course enrollment to the one-year career, make big moves with small steps online course that I am launching in a couple of weeks. Um, You can also win a career coaching package from Compass Maven. She will be on an upcoming podcast. We have a Get Hired Toolkit from Mavenly and Co. And one of their co-founders, Kate Grimion, is going to be on the podcast as well. You can win a resume writing session with Michelle Lando, who runs Write Styles, also another future podcast guest. Okay, moral of the story, all of these people are future podcast guests or have already been on the podcast. You can also win uh, some webinar tickets to upcoming Ladies Get Paid webinars. They're really great because they teach you how to do negotiation, salary negotiation, interview things, everything you need to feel confident in asking for more money. Um, And then there's a couple of books included in there. One is going to be my hype book. And if you remember from episode two, I believe, Tony Purry is the founder of my hype book, and it's a great confidence boosting book. And then finally, a copy of When to Jump, which was, I think, episode five, maybe, uh, Mike Lewis, who wrote that book. So really, really excited for this giveaway. Definitely go check it out. It's super easy to enter. You put in your email, and then you can get a bonus entry if you also follow me on Instagram. So go check that out and then share it with your friends. So speaking of not feeling prepared, the reason I wanted to have a solo episode today was this past week, I sent out a question to my email list and I asked, what's something that has either in the past or is currently holding you back from going after a career that you would love? Now, I got 60 responses, which I was totally not expecting, and a lot of them broke my heart. I was also inspired by a lot of them, but the ones that broke my heart were so based in insecurity, lack of confidence, fear of the unknown, and people just over, overwhelmingly not feeling like they knew how to make 
a move in their career, like they weren't prepared. So today I wanna to cover not feeling prepared or ready to make a big move in your career. The good news about this is, this is literally what the one year career, Make Big Moves with Small Steps, is all about. Um, and that course will launch April 2nd. Open enrollment will begin March 26th. So definitely keep an eye out for that. I'll link to that in the show notes as well. But I'm very excited to put that out to the world because the reason I created this online course was because after teaching the career experiment for a couple of years, uh, which was all about helping people figure out what their next move should be, the overwhelming response I got from people was, well, yeah, we know what we want to do, but we don't know how to go about doing it. So I was like, cool, I can help you with that. So the one-year career philosophy is how do you year after year evaluate your professional happiness and fulfillment and then make the changes necessary to move in a direction toward more happiness, more fulfillment year after year because we change, our jobs change, our companies change, society changes. Really, the only constant is change. And as one of my favorite podcast hosts, Jenny Blake, says, if the only constant is change, we may as well get better at it. And so the one-year career is your tool to be able to make those changes year after year. So you'll learn more about that later. So today I want to talk about not feeling prepared and what you can do to combat that in your own life so that you can hopefully make a career change that's going to lead you to being much happier in the long run and at least in the short run. So some of the responses from people I got back about being unprepared were they didn't know what to do next. They didn't know all of the steps they were going to need to take. So that's a very common thing that people worry about, right? If I don't know all of the steps and if I don't know everything I have to do, then I'm just gonna not do anything. And that's pretty crazy if you think about it. You know, I mean, I know there's the quote we all hear about that you don't need to know all of the steps, you just need to know the first one. And I agree with that, but I also completely resonate with the idea of not feeling comfortable moving forward until you at least know what those first few steps are. So that's very, very important. And what I will say about this, I have been in positions in a job where it felt like there were so many steps to take that I was completely overwhelmed. Paralysis by analysis snuck in and it kept me from doing anything. So instead of starting to make a move towards a job that I knew would actually make me happy right now, I sat in this job that literally gave me a pit in my stomach every time I drove into the parking garage. And that is no way to live. I was coming in later and later every day because I hated the idea of being there. I was actually manifesting physical ailments. I was giving myself migraines, which is crazy. I had never even really had headaches up until that point. And I was talking with a friend about this last week. She's been in that position too where you know she was giving herself ulcers and she was having so much anxiety because she wasn't able to take the time to give to herself and be gentle with herself to be able to figure out what the next thing should be. So since we're kind of proud people who take a lot of pride in our work, we didn't want to lie and say, well, we just can't come in today because we can't handle it mentally. So our bodies literally gave us something to call in sick about, which is pretty insane if you think about it. I'm sure you know somebody who has been driven to the point of stress that they got ulcers. I know quite a few people, women especially, that have literally made themselves ill because of their career circumstances. So I get it. Um, however, with that being said, that's no way to live your life. So even if you only know the next couple of steps, I think that's the most important thing. We often think of our careers as this 
you know, one big thing that we're supposed to figure out in one sitting, which is ridiculous. That's like picking up a novel, reading chapter one, closing it, being like, okay, I'm going to guess the rest of the plot. I'm going to guess the characters that are going to come in. I'm going to guess the plot twists. I'm going to guess the ending and figure it all out. Nobody would ever do that because that is ridiculous. And yet that's what a lot of us do with our careers. We get so overwhelmed with needing to know every single next step that we literally don't take a single step and we stay in something that makes us unhappy for far too long. So if you're having, figure, having trouble figuring out what the next couple of steps should be, really sit down and go back, listen to the last solo episode that I did on the podcast that was about figuring out what that next move should be. And then just really focus in on the next couple of things you need to do to get there. A big part of the one year career online course is making your learn connect do list, which are all of the things you need to learn, all of the people you need to connect with and all the things you need to do in order to be prepared to make that next move. I love that list because it's super tangible, it's very actionable, and it's something you can start working on immediately. I like making that list for the entire year and then breaking up those action items into quarters. But again, that's what we cover in the course, so I won't, I won't talk too much about that today. But just knowing the next couple of steps is enough to get you moving. Um, another thing people brought up about being unprepared is not feeling qualified to make a move. And this showed up in a couple different answers. One of those answers was somebody said, they're just not good at networking and they feel like they know, which they're correct, that's a really important part of making a career move is working with your network to help them understand how they can help and support you in that move. Getting introductions, asking for um, informational interviews, things like that. So I agree, that's a big challenge, but you know what? everybody can get better at networking. And I've talked about some of my networking tips many times in the past, but I'll share some of my favorite quick tips uh, with you today so that you have something to take away from this. So first things first, I think remembering that we're all just people and most people don't like networking. Most people don't like walking into a room full of strangers and feeling like they have to introduce themselves in a way that's perfect and that explains exactly who they are and, and what they want from somebody. And that's simply just, you know, it's not the case. So first and foremost, relax. One of my tricks that I use when I'm going to a new, when I'm going to an event where I know I'm going to meet a lot of new people is imagining that I'm going to meet my future old friend in that room. And when you flip that around and you think, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Tonight's the night that I meet that friend that ends up becoming one of my new favorite people. It's more of a, a mystery to solve than feeling like you have to collect a ton of business cards. So if you walk in that room and with every person you, you chat with, if you think in your head, like, are you my future old friend? I think it's a way more fun and entertaining way. I mean, don't go up to people and say that word out loud. Like, are you my future old friend? Because that's creepy and weird and they're going to slowly back away. But if in the back of your mind, you're looking at every human interaction as a chance to potentially meet somebody that becomes an important person in your life, it kind of makes it a lot more fun. So that's a trick. And third, only aim to talk to about 10%, 5 to 10% of the people in the room. Okay, like if you're walking into a room full of 100 people, if you can just chat with five or 10 people or somewhere in between, that's way more doable than trying to hit up every single person. Our tiny people brains cannot hold that much new information at once. I am terrible with names and pretty bad with faces. And for somebody that considers herself a professional friend maker, that's a real challenge. So I don't ever go into a room trying to meet everybody in there. 
I go in trying to uncover my future old friends and I really try and have a genuine conversation with every person I talk to. I try and take something away from it. I try and remember something about them that I can recall later and allow them to understand that I was paying attention. So at the end of the day, people just want you to listen to them. They want you to ask questions about them. Even if they don't think they do, that's what makes us feel like we've had a good interaction with somebody if they made us feel special and heard and seen. So just start there. Don't get overwhelmed with the networking. As for the other um, lack of qualifications, if you're feeling like you don't have the right skills or experience in order to be able to make the move that you want in your career, those are the things that go on your Learn Connect do list under the learn or under the do, right? And so if you can identify, you know, if you're trying to make a move into a whole new field and you've been doing something entirely different your entire career, First and foremost, I think it's really helpful to sit down and take a look at a job description with all of the qualification bullet points that you're interested in and highlight all of the ones that you do have. So you'll be surprised. I think most industries, although the content is different from one another, generally the people and the roles that make up that industry are not that different. Most industries have accounting people, marketing people, sales people, customer service people, product people. I could go on and on. So I think it's really interesting if you are looking to make a big career 180, I think starting with like a career 45 degree change or a 90 degree change first is the smarter, more strategic way to do it because then you're less likely to have to take a pay cut. You're less likely to have to go back to school for a really long time. Instead, if you can do the thing that you've already been doing, but in the industry that you're looking to switch into, that's more of a lateral move. That's a move that's going to allow you to probably make the same amount you are already making, use all of your skills, make them transferable. And when you get into that new industry, doing the thing you're already great at and have the experience in, that's when you can start going back to school, maybe taking some online courses like the one year career. Um, sorry, it's my show. I have to plug it, right? Um, you could go take a night course, you can do webinars, you can, whatever it is, you can pick up those new skills for the role that you're interested in changing into. And I guarantee you, your company may even have a tuition reimbursement package that even lets them cover the cost of you learning how to do that new thing, which is best case scenario. If anybody ever gives you free education, you take that and you take it fast before they change their mind. So if you're concerned about not having the right skills or the right experience, the first thing you need to do is start getting those skills and experience. One other thing I'll say about the gaining experience and skills that I hear a lot is people saying, well, you know, I wanna, let's just use a graphic designer example. I wanna become a graphic designer, but nobody's gonna hire me because I've never done graphic design. Well, obviously, of course, first things first, you're probably gonna wanna take a course of some kind so you can learn, you know, Photoshop or InDesign, the tools of the trade that you're gonna to need to use day in and day out in order to be good at that job. So of course, that goes on your learn list. The thing that I think is most interesting that people forget is you don't need permission to start doing the thing that you wanna do. And what I mean by that is, if you're wanting to become a graphic designer, you can start doing graphic design work for yourself. It's called spec work. And so if you're wanting to get into graphic design and you're really excited about specializing in logo creation, start reimagining different companies' logos just for fun. You don't have to tell them you're doing it. It's not the point. The point is to get practice and add to your portfolio. Everybody in multiple industries have portfolios that include spec work, meaning nobody hired you or paid you to do that or asked you to do it, but you did it 
because you wanted to do it. And so I think that's a really fascinating way to gain some new experience. And of course, you can always go ahead and volunteer your time and your services to different organizations like nonprofits and volunteer clubs that always need new skills. So if you're trying to build those skills, I guarantee you there are plenty of places where you can start practicing them. Um, another being underprepared um, thing that people brought up was not being able to find the right support network and resources or tools needed to confidently move forward. So again, this goes back to networking. This goes back to finding those tools that you need, um, the resources. I can't tell you enough, like go through the list of people that I have had on this podcast and keep listening week after week. I have these people on because they are the most valuable tools and resources I could ever give to you. And they're sitting with me for an hour, just dumping out all of their wisdom onto your, you know, iPod or whatever, your phone and your car. Um, so pay attention to those. And then I think a great place to start, go to the show notes for each of these episodes and click on their links. Because if they're one of my career experts, which I have on every three people, um, they have tools, they have downloadables, they have webinars, they have online courses. There are so many things out there that can help move you in the direction of a career of your dreams. Getting a support network is as simple as starting to look for support networks. So I'm very lucky in that I live in Los Angeles, which has no shortage of human beings that are willing to gather and support one another. My main communities are the Boss Ladies, Bra Network, Lavo League. I have so many I could go on and on. I should probably do a whole show just on support networks. Um, but the point is, every city, no matter where you are, have people that gather and provide support in some capacity. They don't even have to be career-focused groups. I think churches are a great place, community groups, volunteer organizations, recreational sports leagues, anything like that where there are like-minded people that you can be around. I guarantee you a, a natural side effect will be support. Once you start to build those relationships, it has nothing to do with the content of the group that you're gathering with. Usually you make friends, you know, when people get so wrapped up about networking and growing their network, I'm like, just call it curating your community because all you're doing are meeting people that want to support you. They want to help you. They want to provide you with feedback, love, all of that stuff that's really integral into being a human. We all want to feel like we're part of something. We all want to feel like we're helping somebody and we're receiving help in return. We are tribe people to our core. And I think a lot of our societies don't necessarily encourage that anymore. I think many people think that it's a badge of honor if you do something all on your own. And I think that's just a silly way to go through life because everything is better when you do it with somebody else. Um, I mean, my whole side business other than the career work is collaboration consulting, which is helping entrepreneurs understand how to collaborate with their community to grow their businesses. I try and incorporate collaboration into every single aspect of my life because it just makes everything better, more fun, and easier. So that's all I'll say about that. And finally, the thing that keeps people from moving forward toward a career that they might love is feeling overwhelmed by all of these steps that we've just talked about. And I get that. I have been there. But the only thing I can tell you about beating overwhelm is getting clear on what's actually in front of you. For me, that's making lots of lists and it's sitting down with myself, whether it's after a meditation or in a moment of stillness in my day, which doesn't always come naturally. You have to build that in sometime, even if it's right when you wake up or right when you go to bed or if you're on your lunch break and really 
I try and write in a notebook in third person. So if I'm freaking out about something, which happens fairly regularly, I'll literally say out loud to myself, Bailey, what's going on? Talk to me. And I'll talk to myself as if I'm talking to a friend and I'll write it out and be like, well, I'm stressed out because of this. And I don't know the answer to this. And I don't know what to do about this. And I have all these things I need to do. And I will walk myself through this process like I'm my own friend, which frankly, you should be, right? You're stuck with yourself forever. So I'll walk through the process and I'll literally write out every single item that's stressing me out or that's making me feel overwhelmed. And I will then answer it. So if it's, I have so much to do, it's like, okay, what do you have to do? I'll write it all out. Okay, let's prioritize. What's most important to get done today and what can wait? What is not top priority? And what I usually find after this is it's not so bad. I've been all up in my head getting really overwhelmed about something that's really not that big of a deal. And you know what? Even when it is a big deal and even when I'm super stressed out, um, I reference The Daily Stoic a good amount, which is a book that I highly recommend, and I'll include that in the show notes too. But essentially, one of the Stoic philosophies is to ask yourself, is this feeling serving me? So if you're feeling anxiety, if you're feeling stress, if you're feeling overwhelmed, ask yourself, is this doing me any good? And usually the answer is no. Now, the only time when the answer is yes is if the stress is motivating me to do the work that I need to do. That's fantastic because if you're feeling all blase about whatever and you're like, yeah, I'll do it when I do it, chances are you'll miss deadlines and then you'll be in a bad predicament. But if your stress is productive stress and it's encouraging you to like not procrastinate, then by all means, lean into that. But generally when you're feeling overwhelmed, it's not doing you any good. So ask yourself, is this feeling serving me? So that's all I'm going to cover today. I think the not feeling prepared excuse for not going after a career that you love is just that. It's an excuse. I've used it many, many, many times. I'm sure I'll use it plenty of times more. But right now I'm here to tell you that all of these things are not insurmountable. All of these challenges that fall under this not feeling prepared category are deal withable. They, as Marie Forleo, who I love, says, they are figure outable. Everything is figure outable. And so I challenge you sit down, write out everything you're feeling unprepared about. And if you're feeling super overwhelmed, make sure that that overwhelm is doing you some good. And if it's not, just stop. I know, easier said than done, but just stop. So this is me giving you permission to stop. This is me giving you permission to acknowledge that nobody ever feels 100% prepared for something. I don't think I ever have. Even when I'm like 99.9% .9 prepared, I still, there's a part of me that's like, this could all go terribly wrong. I could be missing something huge. So don't worry too much about feeling completely unprepared. You deserve to have a career that you love year after year. And I'm here to help you as much as I can. So just a reminder, go um, enter that giveaway, the Get Your Career Shit Together giveaway. It is at baileyhancock.com backslash giveaway. There are so many good prizes. This is valued at like over $1,000, you guys. So go enter to win. Share with a friend who's also feeling like they just need a little support, resources, tools. And then keep an eye out for open enrollment to the one-year career, Make Big Moves with Small Steps online course starting March 26th. We will kick off our 12-week course where you will get a different module every week. This is not one of those online courses that you can just sign up for and then never watch the videos. Oh, no, my friend. This is going to be more like a college class where – you're going to be in there week to week with other people. We're going to go through the process together and I'm going to make sure you finish because I want you to succeed. That is the only reason I do any of this. So have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you as always for tuning in and I'll catch you next time.